for my monster from his slab began to rise. And suddenly, to my surprise, he did the match. He did the monster match. It was a graveyard smash. He did the match. It caught on in a flash. He did the match. He did the monster From my laboratory in the castle east to the master bedroom where the vampires feast, the ghouls all came from their humble abode. From my electrode, they did the match. They did the monster match. It was a graveyard smash. Hello, everybody. You are listening to What the Frick Live here on 107.7 FM. I'm your host, Emily uh, Men's House, and I'm Mr. Ah! Mr. 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 <laughs> like the bath teacher, Mr. Martinez. What's going on? Teacher, I have Will Martinez with me. He is a mister. That's and, right. And I appreciate him very much. It's, I'm so and thankful for him. I appreciate you too, Ms. And Men's it House. Is, it's Friday the 13th. And it's absolutely crazy. <laughs> yes, it is. You name it has happened today. And I actually am in favor of the 13th since I'm a Friday the 13th baby. That's right. Born at 11.36 p.m. My mom could have waited 20 more minutes. I always said that, but she did It's didn't. all good. Yeah. And, <laughs> but technology issues today, left and right. And uh, mm -hmm. we, I promised a lot of people, made a lot of posts and stuff that we're going to be live on TikTok this evening for the first time. And we're not. So I'm so uh, sorry. That's okay, though. That's okay. I'm so sorry, everybody. Maybe next week we got some things we got to figure out with TikTok here. So hopefully that'll come along here pretty soon in the next couple of weeks. But we appreciate everybody tuning in specifically in New Orleans because our guest tonight is originally from New Orleans. And we're going to get That's into right. that. And we love everybody watching via social media, which we are streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, yes. Twitch, Twitter, and Rumble. So please share this out. It helps our guests, it helps our show, and it helps uh, the network, too. But Will has a show, Dark Fringe Radio. Will, what's going on over there, Dark Fringe? Uh, we're just, uh, tomorrow will be the uh, return to the Devil's Tree. So um, for those that don't know, Devil's Tree was a spot uh, that's in here in Florida that I uh, have traveled to a couple times uh, where there was the uh, very first serial killer from Florida who happened to be a uh, deputy sheriff and uh, killed a lot of hitchhikers along the way. And so we ended up doing an investigation and all the EVPs that we captured on the spirit box will be uh, available tomorrow. So that's a new episode that we're coming out with tomorrow. So check it out. Darkfringeradio.com. Okay, I'll be excited. I love it when true crime yeah. and, and paranormal connect, and that's a, we have I the know. perfect guest tonight for that. But, when, but but if if you're watching via Facebook, we love comments. Keep commenting. I don't care what it is. Ask questions. It keeps us in the algorithm uh, of, uh, please, of Facebook. Please. So please please do that. Mm -hmm. And if it happens by chance that you come up when you're leaving comments or anything, says Facebook user, we can't see your name or your picture. You got to go to streamyard.com/backslash/facebook and give Streamyard permission to use your name. Also, everybody on Good Pods that are listening to us on Good Pods, thank you so much. We've had thank a wonderful, you. wonderful uh, week, uh, and um, and 
we are ranked. I'm going to just tell you this, just in the week. Let's hear it. This, we'll go up higher. It's Especially with our today. with our guests tonight too. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. We, but we're ranked 13th on the 13th. Oh, so, I'm so excited about that. That's okay. I'll take that number. So we appreciate everybody, and thank you everybody that's on 107.7 FM. We love y'all, and we appreciate y'all. So yes. let's thank get you. to our guest this evening. She's been on the show before, but was when we were under Paranormal House, and it's been gosh, it seems like yesterday, but it's been over two years, three three years almost, almost three, yeah, yeah. It's, it's been absolutely while. crazy. We have T Tammy Chavez, and um, that's coming on from Holly Weird mm -hmm. uh, Paranormal. She's a, right. a co-host of the podcast or a host of the podcast. Um, in 2017, her and her co-host, Bryce Williams, joined forces to delve into the realms of the true crime and paranormal occurrences spanning from Hollywood to Los Angeles, California, and even further, because we're going to be talking about Kentucky and stuff tonight, too. Oh, yeah. We're going to get Through their show, they captivate listeners with intriguing accounts of real crimes that are linked to supernatural aftermath. Mm -hmm. Besides her role as a paranormal investigator... And podcast host, she dedicates her full-time career to costume design, working in film, television, and theater. And I actually saw her recently on Ghost Adventures. We're going to bring Tammy mm -hmm. on right now to the show. Hey, Tammy. Hi. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. Great to be back. <laughs> I yeah. am so sorry about all the craziness before the show. You know it is Friday the 13th. It is, yeah, one of those spooky days. It's meant to be. Right. There needs to be like behind the scenes stuff on all these shows because people don't understand how hard we work and yeah. all the freaked up things, freaked up, I would say what the freaked up things that happens before we even go live. Right. Every true. time. Every time. So how are you, Tammy? I am doing very well, very busy. Um, it is Halloween, it's the spooky season. And for all of us, it's it's definitely a doozy. And, um, but it's it's something that we love, right? And we just keep on, you know, pounding the pavement for it. So I've been involved in many other projects, interviews, and also um, hunts and future hunts and preparing for those. So yeah, it's, mm -hmm. it's gonna get even crazier soon. Yeah. Well, I just saw you recently on Ghost Adventures. It's like, yeah. I know. I saw Tammy. I was like, she did it. She made it. She made it. I know. That is probably one of the most pivotal points for anyone who's involved in the paranormal. Yes. Even yeah. if they are not in favor of the Baggins, like they, I mean, to be on there, oh, it's right. still a good. Well, are we, D David Oman, I'll just tell you, because you and I clicked over Damon Owen. <laughs> and the Manson, because Charles Manson's from a hometown. Uh -huh. And everything he killed his, I think he killed his uncle, um, and all, all these things. But David Oman stopped talking to me when I kind of defended <laughs> Zach Bagans from a business point of view. So, yeah, he's very sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> Have yeah. you talked a little sensitive about me being on the show? Yeah, so it's. <laughs> Well, yeah, but they have to understand people. too, though, that that you know that show is a legacy too itself. That's without him, you know, just take him out of the equation. If you if you do, that show's been on for a long time, really and they've has. been everywhere. You know I'm what I mean? So you here. have to, yeah, I mean, yeah. It's been a exactly. long time, and that show really brought everything into light and was like such a pivotal point in paranormal in the mainstream. You know, correct, correct. So I think, yeah, we I do tip my hat off to him for you know bringing and, much more normal into the mainstream 
Absolutely. And by the way, he bought, I guess it was the uh, Exorcist uh, box not too yeah. long ago, I, just recently. And then he bought like the um, the diary of, of one of the priests that did the actual original exorcism of that kid yes. in, in St. Louis, Missouri, that was based off the real exorcist you know, yeah. movie. So yeah, he's been just curating all this weird stuff as of late. It's just wild. Yeah, that's his job. You know, he yeah. has that museum in Nevada and I think yeah. I might I think I'm going to go visit it next month. Nice. <laughs> nice. Oh, right well, that's that's one of my questions because um you did a lot of investigations and stuff with the the LA Police Museum and yeah. how all the feelings of all that kind of stuff that's happened. Well, we'll get into this maybe here in a second. But you know, the Mob Museum is in LA or not LA, Las Vegas mm -hmm. as well. I wonder cuz they got the wall the the valentine's day stuff oh, yeah like what's gonna go on there tammy you've got to go we've yeah. got to go there too I, i'm definitely i think that's definitely on my list like whenever i go to a place i definitely research the paranormal locations and museums and stuff that have like a lot of these artifacts and that is definitely mm. on my list you know that that has a lot of energy most definitely oh, oh yeah maybe yeah. bullets and a tinge of blood on there still left over yeah, yeah exactly the weapons, the wall. They have the wall where everybody was lined up. Imagine that imprint on that wall. Oh, major even. imprint. Like, I get yeah. goosebumps even thinking about Ooh, it. I know. So, <laughs> I, I'll mm -hmm. tell you this. I remember the first time that I uh, connected with you through social media and things. And I and um, and you deal with a lot of old Hollywood and all that kind of stuff, which I love. I love old Hollywood. But Bridget off of... Uh, Girls Next Door, Hugh Hefner's girlfriend. Um, <laughs> what was her podcast or what was her show? Yeah, it was Ghost, Ghost Magnet. And we're actually yes, Ghost friends. Magnet. Yeah, we're yeah. friends and we, we always converse online. And I'm always cheering her on for her new endeavor now. Good. She left Ghost Magnet to pursue Girls Next Level with Holly Madison, which of wow, course yes. they blew up. And right. um, Holly, who is still with her boy, Zach. And they're always, <laughs> she's always hanging out at the museum. So yeah, they, she's still, they're all doing super well. And no matter what Bridget does, like it's, it, it just turns into gold. She has that energy. <laughs> oh, I love her. She's super sweet. She, she was really one, is. she was actually, her and Holly both, I don't know, I like Kendra too. Like all of them. I, I went to know the stories for? behind the mansion though. Like, oh I think yeah. It's just a little bit, but I. So Tammy, that's another. I'm setting all kinds of goals for you over here. Wow. <laughs> you gotta go to the mansion <laughs> and do this because you do fabulous, you know, reels, which has become really popular and stuff over the over the last few years, specifically since COVID happened and stuff. You do a fabulous job in getting all this together. And um, I'm gonna ask that question now, and then I'm gonna let Will pick up. But real quick, for people that are just now getting into reels, cough, cough myself. Mm -hmm. I have not put my face or Will's face on any reels because everybody's like, you got to get personal about it. Is yeah. there any kind of um, advice or any kind of apps or anything that you want to direct people to that might want to start doing this and to help them like organize their 60 seconds uh, that might make it something easier because yeah. When I look at some of these videos and you all do this in 60 seconds, I was like, and knowing the background of just doing this show, I'm like, what the mm. heck? It's overwhelming to me. It is. I mean, it, I mean, it was a little arduous for me in the very, very beginning. I'm not going to mm. lie. Like for one 60 second video, uh, it would take me 
three hours. <laughs> I have one that I'm supposed to redo for Jack in the Box um, by six o'clock this evening. And I needed to break. Thank God I'm doing this interview because I'm going to like <laughs> rip my hair out <laughs> because they want these a certain way. But I say keep on practicing, keep on doing it. Like even write out your little script, do right. your research, collect your pictures mm -hmm. and just find your groove find your voice like even if it's just like showing your face just to introduce the title of what you're going to talk about with a question for the first five or eight seconds that's impactful okay now mm -hmm. i see the face that goes with the voice but now it's, it's time to hear the story right. um are also commentators and storytellers um but in the paranormal so that's also very important to, sh to share those stories of those who are no longer here as for apps my favorite app by far to even spend the money on on their basic um monthly uh deals is cap cut it's so a lot of that it's the best. I've used it when I did the reels for travel. I'm using it for this Jack in the Box deal and for FX. I use it because like if they need you to go back or if you need to re-edit something, especially for TikTok or reels, you could go back and it automatically saves everything. You mm. can you know, have, it has a bunch of transitions. It has a way to extract audio or add it. It's, it's wonderful. Like, mm. and it's so intuitive to use. So that is something that I highly recommend. Mm. Very nice. I, I've seen a lot of that on TikTok. Yeah, yeah the bottom. It it's, it's <clears throat> Go it ahead, really Will. <laughs> well, uh, Tammy, I mean, uh, you've been busy as of late, uh, to say the least, uh, being everywhere and, and TV and 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 uh, doing your own investigations. Um, something that I saw uh, recently and I wanted to talk to you about was uh, you trying to save uh, Marilyn Monroe's house out there. Yeah. Um, talk to me a little bit about that. Let's. Oh, yeah. So yeah. this yeah, ongoing since 2017. Okay. So um, I think her name was Brina um, Wilkinson. I, I, I could have gotten her name wrong, but who cares? But she wanted to tear it down. So this billionaire heiress mm -hmm. from a um, real estate mogul who inherited all of daddy's money and is running his company bought the house um, next door to Maryland's and then eventually bought Marilyn Monroe's home. I think mm -hmm. in the early, yeah, like early in 2017, and there were plans to tear it down and it never went forward. The sign to tear down this location had been up for many years up until this year. It looked like all, you know, all lights were ready to go with the demolition. And because of the power of social media, many people took to, you know, the public and to our councilwoman, Tracy Park, to say, hey, this needs to be saved. And, mm -hmm. you know, we couldn't save Jane Mansfield's Pink Palace right. off the sunset. We couldn't right. save um, Mary Pickford um, and who was it? Um, Joseph Fairbanks's um, mm -hmm. home and mansion, uh, Pick Fair. Mm -hmm. And we definitely are trying to like see what we could do in terms of saving now, what is it? Um, the Viper Room off the of sunset, because that's also kind of on the list. And the Brown Derby yeah. has also been turned on. There's been so many places here, historical places that have been torn down. And I think this was enough was enough. Right. And because of social media, because people call Tracy Park, because we reached out to other people to get to Tracy Park, we were able to put somewhat of a temporary hold to make it um, recognized as a historical location. Mm -hmm. And it worked. 
So now like the owner of that property is getting a lot of flack and you know, she has a lot of people that she would piss off if she were to tear down this property. And I know that it's hers and I know she could do whatever she wants with it. I get it. But it's like, this is the last thing of Maryland's that she owned herself. Right. Homegirl right. worked her ass off. She bought this. This was her sanctuary. This was hers. And now it's going to be just, it's going to go. It's right. going to disappear and that we couldn't let that happen. And her, you know, that her spirit's still there. Her ghost oh, of is course. There, yeah. You know, so. Well, um, it, I believe it's there, but then there's also this big, huge TikTok influencer, Jasmine. Oh, Kiswell. Yeah. Kiswell. That owns one of Marilyn's properties too, that when she was married to Joe Miaggio, I you can't say his name. Joe DiMaggio. Yeah. Joe DiMaggio. Okay. Appalachia. And she has haunted, I don't know if it's made up or not. I didn't dive deep into her. I do like her as a person. I like her TikToks. And I understand why people are intrigued because she kind of mimics Marilyn. She yeah. dresses like Marilyn. She looks like Marilyn and all that stuff. But she claims that that property is haunted. And so if it is, I mean, why wouldn't Marilyn also stay in a place where she, her, she met her tragic death, you know, Exactly. On, on top of those things, like we need to keep these things around. It Absolutely. tears. It, it actually hurts my heart when we see people destroy history. I know. Um, Trust me, I know. I mean, it's a it's a day to day thing that we see here in Los Angeles. It's a trend, unfortunately, because we have a lot of people that come in with money, as we've mm -hmm. seen with the owner, and we have a lot of foreign buyers that come in with billions of money, and you know that this is how they operate. And a lot of times, to be don't mean to be the devil's advocate, but they don't know. They really right. don't know what yeah. they just bought until like it's done. And mm -hmm. um, that is pretty much the sad thing too that is happening in the city. And I know we're doing something with La Colondrina, which is little Mexico here in, in Los mm -hmm. Angeles. It's a little place called uh, Placita Olvera, which is pretty much the location of where Los Angeles got its roots. And, and then we have mm -hmm. the city that also doesn't do anything. You know, they want to constantly change how the city is looking. So they want to tear it down this whole historical location, just so people can shop and eat in expensive places, live in high rises that they want to build, build more par parking structures because of the Dodger stadium. And I think they're planning on doing something where at, they're adding water ducks. They want to add a water duck that could send people on gondolas to the Dodger stadium. And it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. That is wild. Gondolas to the Dodger. Yeah. It yeah. is so bad. We're like, yeah. this is not Vegas. Come on. This is first world problems. Right I know. There. They're, wanting, they're yeah. wanting to tear down places that have been around since the 1880s. That is wild. So, yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. terrible. So thank God for social media and also, yes. like, you know, content creators here that are like, no, mm -hmm. we want to preserve it. We need to nope. do a call mm -hmm. to action. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Go ahead, Will. <laughs> so, Tammy, uh, if no, that's fine. Uh, Tammy, uh, can you tell us about um, maybe one of your latest investigations as of late? Um, yes, yeah, yeah, if definitely. You could. Yeah, yeah. Talk to so, us about that if you could. Um, Paranormal Gordos uh, yes. was a group yeah. that I just found out about. Yeah. And um, there is a gentleman by the name of Momo who's been a star of, I think, The Mayans, the show The Mayans on FX. So, he has this little. Oh, I need to look this up. Yeah, this paranormal group and channel called Paranormal Gordos, and they were invited to a private location in Huntington Park here in California. Okay. And it's another, you know, old place in, Los, you know, in Los Angeles proper. And um, 
gentleman has a house that was built in 1920. And ever since he bought it, uh, I want to say almost 18 years ago, he's been experiencing a lot of things that he can't explain. Things that include um, full body apparitions, um, several of them. I mean, even his neighbors have seen things that they can't explain. Um, he now has a woman climbing into bed with him at night. Yeah, it's not a bad thing. <laughs> just, kidding, just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Well, we don't disturb Will as long as yeah, yeah. Yeah. he doesn't seem bothered by. It. He's like, I want to yeah. know who it is at least who's getting into my bed. <laughs> so we went there. I went there with him to 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 investigate and to actually interview the gentleman, the owner. And I mean, there's a lot. Of things that you have to pretty much exhume when you interview people of these locations because mm -hmm. the more that I talked to him the more I was learning about um, past loved ones that passed away that were very close mm -hmm. to him so it's like oh well that's interesting you know what, after they passed is this when you were experiencing you know mm -hmm. certain things yes okay now we're connecting certain dots but right. also bringing into the research and the due diligence I found out that, that someone died on the property Mm -hmm. um so a young gentleman that died on the property so that also lends to something that could possibly be there mm -hmm. and um i can share with you guys this ghost story it was such a yes, crazy ghost story because um i was like see that tells you that there's <laughs> something here so he was telling me he's a collector of old cars so he was um working on this old mustang and mm -hmm. he looks up and he notices his neighbor right in front of that faces um he lives in the house that faces his house was like waving but he was waving at the house like he was looking up and waving at the house and he was you know like talking to someone from where he was at and the owner was like what the hell is going on no one was in the house by the way it was because he lives alone so he goes up to the neighbors like yo my dude what's going on and the neighbor looked at him pretty stunned like how did you get down here that quickly and he's like no i've been here working on the on the car He's like, you were just up there. I was waving at you. You were up there, you know, in the attic. Wow. And I saw you in the window and it was you. Or I thought it was you. I just saw a man and I just thought it was you and I was waving and I was trying to talk to you to get you to come down. And he was like, no one's in the house. I've been out here working <laughs> on this car for the past hour. So right there is like. Now yeah. it's not just him; it's other people seeing seeing this phenomenon and experience. Doppelganger stuff, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. So, yeah, it's. it's <laughs> I get chills, but yeah, like we did mm -hmm. it as a session. There, we got a lot of things. Like it validated that there's three possible entities there. Definitely one of a oh, child, wow. a woman, and possibly a man that used to live there. So mm -hmm. it's it's an ongoing process. I'm going to go back next month to investigate and talk to him some more and figure out mm -hmm. what we can do. Absolutely. That mm -hmm. sounds wonderful. Wow. Mm -hmm. Speaking of, speaking of doppelgang doppelgangers in Kentucky, and you uh -oh. with uh, uh, um, <laughs> you you were part of um, Strange Escapes tour with Amy Bruni. Yeah. I've gone on one of I've gone on one of those too. It was a really great time. I had so much fun. Um, it's so great. But you all got mm -hmm. to investigate Waverly, correct? Yes, I got to investigate yeah. Waverly with Aaron Sangers. I am Adam Berry. Um, Sean, yes. I can't remember his last name from um, from the haunt, whole, the Holzer Files, um, or Shane. Shane. Oh, Shane. Shane. Yeah. 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 Him and of course, John. Yeah. 
Mm -hmm. uh, real quick, funny story with Adam uh, on my end is um, <laughs> with with the Amy Bruni Strange Escapes. I've investigated the Stanley Hotel in Estes Park four times. One of those times, those was with the, the Strange Escapes and Adam mm -hmm. very clicked with my mom because my mom's name is Bill Rica and he actually lived in the town called Bill Rica oh, and yeah. they message each other wow. like my mom would say guess who messaged me today and like Adam did on Facebook <laughs> for several years yeah. after after that but okay. it's a great group of people and it's so much fun so with the Waverly and I'll just tell you this that's two hours from me I have never investigated the Waverly <laughs> Forbidden history, grisly ghosts, monstrous cryptids, and harrowing folklore dominate Japan's history and culture. Mysterious Japan is a bi-weekly podcast presenting these spine-chilling horror stories, urban legends, and unbelievable histories in a campfire story format. Many of these tales have never been presented in English before. Our journey takes place where dark history and supernatural folklore collide. Mysterious Japan is produced, written, and translated by recognized Japan expert Dr. Heath Avey. Season 1 relates the unbelievable legends and ghost stories from the so-called suicide forest. Listen to Mysterious Japan for free on Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Learn more at our website at themysteriousjapan.com and be transported by unbelievable stories where the lines between reality and folklore become blurred in the shadowlands of Japan. Once again, that's themysteriousjapan.com. I have my own personal opinion about that. It's not important, but uh, so I just want no, to. No, I, I do too. I agree. I am well, sure I just don't know what's original to that location. I agree. Okay. No, okay. when I went there, I will say what you see on television is not always what you see in real time. Mm -hmm. And I feel mm -hmm. like you're fed, you're fed a story. You're right. given a sample of something that could be made up. And, you know, I think people that go to these places are expected to be, like, scared out of their minds. They're fearful. When I went to Waverly, I was, first off, like, kind of, I don't know why haunted places do this or people that own haunted places do this. They turn it into an attraction. Uh, an attraction. It's a Halloween yep. attraction. Yep. And I just don't understand that. I think it's a disrespect. And Absolutely. And then lastly the experiences that I had there with whatever was there was beautiful. Actually, I felt that I was being guided on another tour by whatever was there. Um, at one point I went on a floor and I was going into closets for some reason I was looking at these closets and I was getting excited. And then after the tour, I was talking to a woman who was a psychic medium and she was like, me too. And I said, mm -hmm. really? And she's like, I kept on seeing a woman excited about her room. And she kept on bringing me to her closet because this was their space and they got Aww. their own. Closet. And I was like, that's what I kept on feeling. Like, right, like, right. like I was pulled to these areas, like, Hey, look at this. Look what I got. Because this is all that those patients had mm -hmm. and they're still there. I think they're just misunderstood. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm sure there's some pretty dark things there. You have the good, you're going to have the, the bad. So, right. yeah, but, the, our experience was pretty positive and I think it's just all based on what you bring in to the location and mm -hmm. how grounded you are. Right. Well, I think a lot of people too lean to negativity, you know, when it comes it. Yeah. to the, they want it for some reason, they want that spook factor. Like I would love to see a paranormal television show 
that does stuff on angels and the good things that happens in these locations. Never, never, you know, because yeah, demons are the it's too positive, right? <laughs> demons are the exception, but they're never right. the answer. They're not always That's the right. answer. That's mm -hmm. what it is. Yeah. And Ed's here. Ed Adele saying love here hey, her story. Oh, Say hey, Ed. Yeah. Thank you, yeah. Ed. J Jason's here that. too. I and have you, to go back to Waverly. Yes. Well, if you go back to Waverly, call me or message me, and I—that might be the time I'll go. I will. Because I've been invited so many times, and I keep saying, and they've had an internal struggle too. They—they they, the, the kicked out the owners. Like, there's all kinds of drama it's going on. Always a Waverly. drama. It's always a it power is. and money struggle when it comes it to is. cases like this. Mm -hmm. There is capitalism and paranormal. I'm just going to tell you, Kentucky, in my opinion, and Ohio, I'll just say this, are the best two states, maybe even a little bit of West Virginia, but yeah. Kentucky and Ohio are the best two states of paranormal activity because it deals I with agree. true crime, mobsters, mm -hmm. I agree. hauntings. 100%. Like, we have the Ohio River. Ohio is actually all the way encompassed by water. Yeah. Like, it, it is Snake crazy. Mound. Oh, Snake Mound. Like yeah. we had a Dina burial grounds here. We had what's his face? Hellier. Um yeah. what is his name? What what were those guys? I'm not going to mention much about their names, but Greg Newkirk. Newkirk, yeah. Newkirk oh, painted. Yeah. And, and and they were affiliated. That documentary was affiliated with my hometown of Ashland. And they try to connect some pieces to Hellier, Kentucky, which is an hour for me. Um, and everything. So there's just a lot. There's a Dina burial grounds in my town. We're like three rows along the Ohio River. And a lot of that, actually most of it, except for four mounds in our park, was absolutely destroyed. And they, they it's told, it's said that they've taken those remains and put them at the Serpent Mount. Ooh. Mm -hmm. oh, thank you. With that will, that will. So it's come, come yeah. to Tammy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I love going to the Midwest. It's like a palate yeah. cleanser for me. And then mm -hmm. I see the cornfields, and I'm like, this is so real. <laughs> mm -hmm. it's so true. It's so mm -hmm. true. It's so true. Tammy, uh, if you could uh, talk to me a little bit about um, some of your investigative methods. Um, I know we talked before, and um, you're a fan of the Estes method. Um, talk to us a little bit about that, what that entails. I personally like it as well because I think it kind of like um, capsulates the person to be able to come like almost like a, um, you know, an antenna for, you know, something that's supposed to come in. Talk to us a little bit about that and maybe some of the other, you know, uh, techniques that you use. Well, it's pretty simple with the techniques that I use. I mean, I try to go in there logically. I try to remove mm -hmm. any bias that I've read or, or heard or seen on television. And I just do my own due diligence. I just try to go in, you know, very cold. And um, at the same time, I want to keep things very simple. I think it was Hans Holzer um, that mentioned, I think in his one of his books, or I think in a lecture, he's like, why, why are investigators dabbling in so many of these devices? I feel like whenever we go into a location and we have seven devices in our bag, we're mm -hmm. spending all this time learning how to use it first and foremost. And second, too busy focusing on them that we're missing everything that is happening around us. And right. it's just going in there and just let the place talk to you and then use a couple of devices of your choice. You know, Oh, let me see if I could collect something on my recorder. Let me see if I could capture something on my um, video or, you know, my camera, and then let's go above and beyond and let's see what we can collect, you know, with the Estes method, you know, right. 
maybe we could figure out what is trying to talk to us here. And um, I always like using it because I just feel like in a way you go into your own psychic, you can tap into your own psychic abilities. Mm -hmm. If you really want to like get down to the nitty gritty of it, you can like really get into a state where it's just you, the headphone and the device and whoever is the communicator or, or the sender who's asking these questions, you know, you can hear and really hone in on, what is trying to communicate with you or who or what. Right. So right. that is something I always, you know, try to tell people, keep it simple, bring a camera or a video recorder, bring someone, because I always say this, people always ask me, Timmy, don't you get scared? Yeah. I get scared of the living more than I do of the dead. Hell yeah. <laughs> scare me more. I've gotten yes. into some conflicts with the living on certain paranormal investigations, even public mm -hmm. ones. Some who like to drink on investigations, they yep. scare me more than anything. Mm -hmm. And the dead, I feel more safe with them. At least they're, <laughs> yeah. they're here just to say what's up or not want to, not wanting to be bothered. So I get right. it. Um, um, also, you know, you know, if you feel like you, can work well with the REM pod, that's fine. With a K2 tripwire, that's even better, you know, but just keep it simple. Keep it simple. Well, we, we learned that in business uh, college too. I got a degree, KISS, keep it, keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> that's what we, we always do. And I'm one of those, Tammy, I'm very simple now too. I um, may have a K2 meter with me, but I have my audio recorder in a candle even, or in a flashlight. You know, I think less is more. Um, less is definitely more. I remember there was definitely. a paranormal, a really popular one from the UK. He investigated, I think, the Alexander Opera House. But he all he brought was a notebook, a flashlight, a recorder, camera, and powder and string. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. that was yeah. his method. He wanted, yeah. to, and then a notebook and a pencil with a ruler, so he can map out. He did a blue. He did a, <laughs> blueprint of the opera house the powder he would put on certain floors where people would hear footsteps and everything else like was pretty practical which i thought was very interesting so and he got a lot of things he got a lot of things he got a lot of uh phenomena that occurred around him so yeah, yeah. ed sh shared the show to his fan group so thank you ed so much and uh ed also has a question here he has a statement of question so here's I want to switch and his bag of tricks that we continue to carry around that needs investigation. Why are we looking at what harms the spirit? What pieces of equipment cause issues to the spirit world? I'll tell you one cause issues in my opinion. <laughs> if I read that? that right, what is that? your cell phone. <laughs> 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 is what I think of when I'm I got one. You, you want to hear mine? Right. Is when you're doing like an EVP session and all of a sudden your belly goes burr, 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 Oh, burr, burr. it's a demon. <laughs> you're yeah. like, damn it, come on, True. shut up. That's why you always start like stomach growling, Mark. Right. Yeah. Mark, stomach growl. Yeah. That happened in the last investigation. Someone's stomach started growling and he's like, I'm hungry, Mark. Yeah. Right. yeah Mark. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Yeah. I mean, to harm spirits, can we harm spirits? What devices are proven to harm spirits? Um, I swear. Can, yeah, I don't think nothing can harm a spirit. I mean, I think it could disrespect it most, first and foremost. When it comes oh, yeah. to equipment, the one thing I notice from a lot of people that use a lot of these equipments is that no one can give me a lucid answer on how it works. I'm like, I always ask people, oh, what is that? Okay, well, what are the specs? What do you mean? 
how does it work? How does it retain? Where is it grabbing the information? Right. For example, the REM pod. When I'm like, whenever I ask people, oh, tell me about the REM pod. How does how do you use it? Like, who, who, who's sending out or emitting the signal? What people don't know about the REM pod is that um, what's in the device is actually the same device that is used to pretty much manipulate the Simon Says. It's a Simon Says device that's been used in the REM pod. That's why you get the lights. Mm-hmm. And it is believed that when a spirit or something is around that is emitting electric magnetic energy, it's there to like pretty much sense that, or you can communicate with spirit with this machine. Mm-hmm. Simon says, touch the antenna rod, you know, maybe spirit will do that. So those are things that I think before we spend the thousand dollars, definitely do your research. Don't yeah. even- Started on the freaking SLS camera, piece of shit. And <laughs> I'm such a big fan of that too. I am, yes. Yeah, the I SLS sorry, I think is bullshit. I'm sorry. Xbox yeah. Connect had so many discrepancies uh, and so many like glitches. And yeah. like I've seen people freak out. They're like, oh my God, do you see the figure? I'm like, that's the chair. <laughs> I know that you're always going to get a figure on a chair because it gets four points no matter what. Yes. You get a figure on a trash can. But to play, if, Will's, to, play double, to play double advocate with Will, I mean, learn, okay, if you don't know how, if you know how the device works, where it's retaining and receiving this information to read on the screen, I guess learn how to ask the appropriate questions with the appropriate devices. So with the SLS, okay, well, what if that's not a chair? Can you raise your hand? And if the damn thing is not raising its hand, then it's a chair, all right? Can you tell the figure to move into plain view, which Bridget has done on an investigation at a costume shop. And she was so smart. She's so good as as an investigator. Not a lot of people know that, but she really is. And she asked this thing to come out into the hallway or into the aisle and it did. And I was like, no way, that's so smart. That's true. Based on the questions, like try to figure out ways on how to work with the machine, maybe. SB11 well, box it, is so good. Yeah. I love that. It, it is good. <laughs> and back with, yeah. with the SLS too, people have to be aware of mirrors and glass yes. in the room Thank because you. a lot of stuff reflects off of it. And mm-hmm. I've debunked so many things. Yeah. It's uh, you know, it is trial and error. Even if it's a shiny surface, it doesn't yeah. have to be a mirror. Yeah. It can, it, yeah. It can, it, it but you see, that's good that we have those these discussions mm-hmm. so people can learn are like, all right, well, this is what I need to look out for. If they really are like, right, mm-hmm. I will die on the hill for this device. These are things that you should really take into consideration. And these are discussions that should definitely be had. When and RRDR60 makes me cringe. And Ooh. and <laughs> and the the um the hit and miss people that because I'm in my experience of doing 24 years of paranormal investigating, I do EVP work. And I came from a musically talented family. Sound and stuff has always been so, super. Like, you can give me a thread of voice or whatever sound, and I can go in and look at it. And I can pull out an EVP just by looking at the waves. Now, the RRDR, what is it? DRRR? RRDR60, I'm sorry. <laughs> all of these people use it from the 80s and they spend like $1,500 for it's a- absolutely, in my opinion, I could be wrong and Tammy might believe, Will might believe different. It's absolutely just gross. 
um, a lot of static feedback in these things. I was on an investigation with a guy one time that's on TV and um, I was doing a sizzle reel and stuff for a t TV show with this guy and I can audio record continually and I mark things and I'll whisper, you'll hear me. I'll be like, that's a dog across the street because I use amplified headphones when I investigate and stuff. So I'm recording all the way through and this guy records hit and misses with his rdr 60 he captured a demon i captured the dog barking across the street and he actually told the family that they have a demon in their home and like it eat me up so bad i'm like i cannot let these people know this or think of this in their house because i think a lot of people can speak their own hauntings onto themselves and i went in and i took the whole 10 15 minutes of investigation work lined it up with his hit and misses and presented it to him. I was like, there's no demon. It's a dog across the street. Mm -hmm. That's but good. That's really the RRDR60, though, I think it has that, you know what I'm talking about? Like that. Yeah. Or something. That, what year did that come out? Was it in the 80s or in the 90s? It was late 80s, I thought. And that's digital or is that? Or maybe 90s. Will, do you know? I think it was late 90s um, okay. when that came out. Yeah. Yeah. But I use this. This is what I use. See this mm -hmm. little thing? This little thing, I've caught more EVPs on this little thing. And this is a no-name brand. You would never, you could buy it off of Amazon probably for like 20 bucks. This little thing, I've caught more EVPs off of this thing than anything else I've ever caught. And it's just because maybe it's higher quality. I don't know. Is it know. Olympus? What is it? No, it's an off-name brand. This is not yeah, something, okay. yeah. yeah. I've caught so many things off of just, I, I don't believe in the name brand stuff. I really don't want yeah, to come to Yeah, me neither. I know like the Olympus ones that are like now right. $1,500. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 A I lot of spirits bagpipes. That's so, you know, I will agree. They enjoy things that make noise. Like they yes. love music. Or and mu sure. music. It connects yeah. everybody. Yes, you can generate yeah. your own haunting if you believe in it. Yeah, that's true. So. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I find that. Tammy, do you do a lot of residential investigations? I try not to. Um, I think because in a lot of, I mean, with parapsychologists, the ones that I've been talking to lately, they're like, there's a reason when it comes to personal investigations and in people's dwellings, there's a reason why we are bringing psychologists with us. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. a lot of times mental there health. are people that are dealing with a lot of mental issues. And I've been in part of two too, where, I mean, I, I feel like a lot of times it's people dealing with their own personal demons, but not actual demons. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there's one where a house, of a, it was a house of a woman here in Santa Monica who claimed that it was being hoarded by demons, plural. <laughs> and right. it was hoarded by, she was a hoarder. It was a really bad situation. Uh -huh. And when we did the walkthrough, it smelled so bad first. Ugh. She had cats, the cats did their business. Why is there always cats with the orders? Why? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, the one thing that really tripped me out was passing by her rest, her bathroom and she had 20 medication bottles, some empty in the sink, others like that still had a lot of medication. And it turned out that she was mixing a lot of medication, medication that she wasn't supposed to mix together. And she was taking a lot. And I think another thing too, when it comes to personal investigations it's like there's always a follow-up like there's not okay we spent an hour we talked to you we couldn't find anything peace like no there's a follow-up how are you doing have you spoken to your doctor oh, do we need to put forever. you in 
communication with, we put her in communication with a nonprofit to help with her house. And then we recommended her to go see a second opinion. And sure mm -hmm. enough, like she had a lot of things cleared out. She was put on a new regimen and guess what? The demons went away. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> a lot of times it's not, it's not uh, the environment, it's us, you know? And it's a battlefield of the mind. Yeah. Is what, that, what that is um, mm -hmm. too. So when we're, since we're spit, and actually this is one of, one of my questions here too. Um, since we're talking about paranormal equipment and all this kind of stuff, what is your favorite piece though? Yeah, absolutely. You have to have it. Like if you show up at a location and you don't have it, you're like, I, hold on guys, I'll be right back. I got to go get it. What is the number one <laughs> piece of, I've been there. I've done that. I've come to an investigation. I'm like, how in the world did I forget my favorite piece of equipment? I've left and come back. Um, <laughs> what What is that with you, Tammy? Oh my God, batteries. <laughs> right, yeah. Backup batteries. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that scares me. I'm like, Jeez. who packed the batteries? No one. Right. Everybody's looking at the floor. Oh, shit. <laughs> Google's Walmart or yeah, CBS. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's going to make a battery run. <laughs> Honestly, I need to have a recorder. I mean, I love doing sessions. That is something yeah. I'm still learning. I want to learn more and more about like, okay, what different sounds to listen for. And I'm learning, okay, mm. that's more of a different effect. And this one is more of like someone's stomach gurgling. So mm -hmm. those are things that, yeah, that is a must. I have to have a reporter. Absolutely. And um, if I, I mean, if, if in my world of many worlds, maybe a tape recorder, that is something I would love to Oh, I've to. done tape recording before that, and it's awesome. There is a difference. Like there is there a difference is. with digital and tapes because the, there, I mean, there's two like, the, like digital the is different than tape because tape yeah, is more magnetic right they use two different forms to record right. you know the digital has the card and the you know tape mm -hmm. recorder has the little carbon tape right there so the analogs so it's it's very different and interesting to see what is recorded and imprinted on that analog mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's amazing i have a theory about voice and stuff i think that what we speak into existence it stays and it, it stays imprinted on all of these different places we go to, spe specifically like presidents, Abraham Lincoln and, and, and all, all that stuff. And, and it may fade over time, but that voice and that hurts level, that declaration, it still stays. Mm -hmm. And you got to be sensitive to that to understand. And, and you know, Tammy, here's a question. I'm, I have Will follow up with this. Before you go into an investigation, do you like to know information about that location prior or do you not want to know anything about it at all and then pick up on it as you go? Oof, I've done it. I've done it both ways, but primarily, I mean, because I'm trying to figure out like my psychic abilities, which when I went to Louisville, skyrocketed for some reason. That's when you got to come to, come to Kentucky. Tammy, you got a free place to stay. I <laughs> two hours for anything that I, I want to really research is like the more that we're uh, we're um absorbed to that we absorb electric magnetic energy mm -hmm. does that make us more of a magnet and vulnerable to paranormal phenomenon because every time I go to David Omen's house or when I went to the sealback that had high levels of EMF I felt like I was a magnet to a lot of places where I was seeing and hearing more things than before I was even like seeing words 
But um, mm -hmm. to, you know, to respond to your question too, um, I personally now like to go in without knowing anything and then do my due diligence right after. Mm -hmm. And if, if they correlate, and it, I like the shock factor too. To me, that's where I get like the thrill, like, oh my God, I knew it. Someone died here. I felt it yeah. in the room, you know? And that's what happened with the apartment that I investigated in Hollywood. These actors were living in this one apartment. They were going through a lot of stuff that they couldn't explain. Two of them were very sensitive. One had psychic abilities that ran in his family. And the place, it was not just so much them. I felt like they were big magnets, but it was also the location. And after that investigation, I found out that their damn apartment building was built over a very famous um, funeral home that catered to wakes oh and funerals goodness. of silent film stars. It was called the Earl Gates and Crane. Wow. wow. Here it is. History gets erased in LA and a apartment or a parking building is built in this place. It's crazy. Yeah. And you know, they were like, well, how do we get rid of it? And it's like one of those things where you can't because it's just like we could get rid of or help whatever needs to move forward to move on. But you're still going to get more things coming in and out of here. That's right. This was a huge apartment building. So Lord knows what people are bringing in, too, that is magnifying, you know, whatever's here, especially in the heart of Hollywood, which is where they were located. Yeah, uh, right. Yeah, yeah, I'm more. I'm leaning more towards not knowing too much of the location. I just want to know when it was built, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Tammy, uh, one thing I wanted to ask you. You know, um, being in the paranormal field, um, I've stayed at the periphery, but Emily has been more involved. You have definitely been, uh, certainly been uh, very involved, especially as of late. Um, Let's talk about the divide in the paranormal community here. Um, why is there always such a divide? Um, and why I'm bringing this up because just not too long ago, uh, Yvette Fielding came out with a um, an article um, just not too long ago, basically blaming Derek Acora for all the stuff that happened on Most Haunted. And I mean, you know, Derek Acora is no longer with us, uh, unfortunately. So. You know, for me, when I see something like that, I see somebody attacking a, a dead person. What, what, I mean, what, what do you say to stuff like this? I mean, because, you know, for us, we're we're very, you know, we help each other out. But there's another side of it where it's very just like cutthroat and you're over there and I'm over here and don't come into my space. You know what I mean? Yeah. Talk to me a little bit about that. And have you felt any of that as of late? Um, yes, yes, I have, um, especially with this, I, I feel like the paranormal has been a big trend lately, especially right. with content creators and social media stars. There's some that I had beef with in the past that have blocked me because these are TikTok psychics that for some reason. Oh, don't get me started on TikTok psychics. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead, Tammy. Yeah. That's a whole well, other thing. Actually, oh, the that's... one who investigated Jasmine's place and it's, I had oh, yeah, issues with that. Okay. And they had issues with David Oman. Mm -hmm. And, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I feel like it's a trend and I feel like it's this way, another new way for people to gatekeep. And mm -hmm. I feel That's that true. people want to be recognized in a field where they feel like they can easily manipulate people. And right. for Derek, unfortunately, 
because I speak, I spoke to Kieran O'Keefe like sometimes, and I spoke to him about it on Instagram mm-hmm. about Derek. Mm-hmm. And he was he knew from the very beginning, from the very beginning of the show, that Derek was full of shit. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. and um, and sure enough, like look what happened. Look what it happened. Right. A lot of problems, and yeah, it, it did. Yeah, it, and it yeah. was like, well, you know, now everything's like I'm shitty now. Like, mm-hmm. like everything that he read, was that true? No, it wasn't. So it's not like something that they could go back and redo. Yeah. But I feel like we're in a new, like we're in a renaissance of spiritualism. This is what I was thinking about mm-hmm. just recently. Uh, actually, last night, we're in this renaissance of spiritualism where before, during, you know, the emergence of spiritualists, people were being taken advantage of by psychics. You know, Absolutely. One of them. And I feel like mm-hmm. in this new renaissance, we're still being taken advantage of by people online who are mm-hmm. claiming to read and do all these things. And we're still gullible. We're, we still don't know and haven't learned anything from history. Mm-hmm. And um, I think because Derek was also a big showman, that was also a major red flag. And that is a red flag that I, I, I have to look out for whenever I'm betting psychics. That's right. Yeah. I mean, there's one that I go towards that I, I really do trust. And her name is um, Tanya Mercado, who is a part of Ashe Import. She's um, a Santera. She practices yep. Santeria, but she also has a big gift. Like anytime I bring this woman out to a meeting with a friend like, <laughs> never met before, she's right. like, can I read you? And the girl's like, yeah. yes. And she will just like drop information. And the girl's like, how did you know that? Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that right there tells me everything I need to know about them. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, there's a whole nother world of Santeria. I mean, that's just, it's like amazing, right? It's I mean, amazing. And I yeah, think how yeah. Hollywood has painted it is definite. Right. Yeah. It's definitely misleading, but how she's super. It's so beautiful because not a lot of people know that people who practice Santeria go, like the real ones, go to Cuba and they do a lot of humanitarian work there. That's correct. Yeah. And they feed the, because that's where, you know, a lot of the people who practice it, that's where it pretty much emerged. And um, yeah. yeah, they have. Oh. Hmm? Oh, go ahead, Tammy. I didn't mean to. And they've done her. a lot of like, yeah, they've done a lot of like nonprofit work there too. So, Correct. I mean, those are things that not a lot of people know, but that exactly. is, that, as you know, as a response to that, well, I think it's something that's always going to be a problem in our community. That sucks. Eric, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that sucks. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, it is. And I, I'm just going to say this as a paranormal investigator doing a lot of uh, events. Um, I was a main residential paranormal investigator in my just small town of Kentucky. I was mm-hmm. um, uh, the main residential investigator and we did a lot tons of events and we had this, it's a doctor that owned the home and he wanted this specific psychic medium. And I respect psychic mediums. I'm not saying this, but I worked with, her and about three other people it's the same stories same thing over and over some something about money something about romance something that that is somebody did something bad against you if you're seeing these patterns over and over like please please pray however you want to believe i pray to the holy spirit for discernment like there's yeah. so many counterfeits out there. It's disgusting. And, and and TikTok is a breeding pool of it because once you start liking one person on TikTok that, hey, that hits with me, your FYP is going yeah, to be flooded. It I think flooded. it was after, 
Dr. Lloyd Auerbach said it best. He was like, the three things that I look for in a psychic that I know that they're fake is one, if they charge money, like a boatload of money for their yes. services. And mm -hmm. number two, they make the entire reading or investigation about themselves. Mm -hmm. And three, this is so important, if they do not have a sense of humor. And I was That's like, right. yes, yes, and yes, that is mm -hmm. so true. That is so mm -hmm. true. I've seen some bad ones. that It's like they make the entire investigation about themselves. And they it's like all these theatrics. They're crying. They're going into convulsions and then they're okay after they get paid after, you know, the Venmo clears. The show. After the show is done. <laughs> yeah. 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 After the show is done. Yeah. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've yeah. even seen psychic mediums on TikTok that are higher than a cat. Like, uh, I can't even. <laughs> they're doing more than weed. I'm just going to tell you that. On TikTok, yeah. The like, weed. They're bringing, they're bringing oh, yeah. in, like, so much money. I oh. almost would like to do, like, a trial and error, like, you know, scientific or a spoof. Or just a like, spoof give me right. some weed and let yeah. me go on TikTok and see what yeah. I can bring in. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just crazy. Tammy, real quick, we're going to let you go here in a second. Um, I have your Instagram up and stuff. But if you could tell anybody else where they can find you, we appreciate you so much being a guest on the show. You're going to have to come back. Mm. That's all there is. Thank you. I think she froze. I think she, she uh, froze. Yes, we she started froze. talking about weed. Yep, that's it. As soon as that W word came out, she froze. <laughs> well, I have her Instagram up, and then she also has. I'm gonna see if she comes back on in a second because we got a few more minutes since we started late. Um, and then Linktree, Hollywood Paranormal Linktree, which mm -hmm. has all their sites and stuff. Her um, Instagram. Go to her Instagram. Oh, yes. By the way, go to yes. her, go that's to her where Instagram. the good stories, stuff is. At. Yes, stories, all that stuff. So we appreciate yeah. you, Tammy. Yep. Um. I'm sorry, she froze. And that's a really she froze in a very good image. She's beautiful. yes, her face, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so anyway, thank you everybody for tuning in tonight. Wow, Tammy, Holly Weird Paranormal. I love her. Yeah, she's the best. Yeah. I she is. Yeah. She's a really great person inside and yep. out. And I'm so glad that I came across her. Oh, hold on. She might be signing back in real uh -uh. quick. Maybe uh -uh. she's gonna say here we go. Hold on. Tammy. And she comes <laughs> and her hand breaks through the coffin. Oh, really? The power went out. The power, this happened last weekend because oh. it's been so hot here that we've been having outages. So, wow. oh my goodness. Of course, right now. Yep, right at the end, right. <laughs> well, <laughs> my phone. I have full juice on my phone. It's fine. There you go. Well, real quick, because we're we're still here on one hundred seven point seven FM, New Orleans, and we didn't even get touch that you're from New Orleans, so we're gonna have to have you come back on. Because we mean we didn't even touch that. It's one of my big main things on here. Talk about this. Um, anyway, if you don't mind, to tell people where they can find you the best, and we'll let you go, and Will and I will close out the show. We appreciate you so much. Yeah, Jimmy. absolutely. Jimmy. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you guys can find me on Facebook, Instagram. Um, and Twitter now X at um, Hollywood, Par Hollywood Paranormal. And I also go by Hollywood Paranormal on TikTok or Haunted LA Girl. And you can follow more of my stories and my adventures there. And um, I will be coming out with a couple of, I think one more episode, oh, two episodes, one with Ghost Girls um, that you can find on Tubi, their second season. And um, I'll be shooting something with me too, BuzzFeed this week. So good for you, good. good. You know what? 
Good for you. Good for you. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. I mean, you deserve it. You work so hard. Really. Thank you so much. Thank you. I really got it. I'm tired. I'm really tired. I can tell the eyes. Yeah. These ghosts don't let us sleep. Nope. nope well, nope, nope. we'd love to have you back on, and I'll reach out to you in the future to come back on with the Freak Lab. Please. We appreciate you, and, and thank you so much. We'll let you go, and we'll close out the show. Thank you, Tammy. Thank, thank you, Tammy. Guys. Everybody. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye. And there we have there we it. Go. Tammy yeah. Chavez. She came uh, back like Jason Voorhees at the end, huh? You thought she was she dead. Did. She came right back. It's Friday the 13th, baby. That's right. <laughs> Nobody dies on Friday the 13th. Nobody dies on Friday the 13th. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, we have we have a lot of amazing people too making comments and stuff, sharing the show out. We appreciate you all so much. Yes, thank, thank you. you. Thank you with all of my heart. Um we appreciate for Haunted it. October. We're going to be back here again next week. I'm hoping, hopefully, maybe we can go to TikTok. I'm going to contact TikTok and, and let them know what happened tonight. Because not very many shows like this go live on TikTok. They're Sorry. not. So I'm happy they reached out to What the Freak Live to see if we would be a trial run. So this is trial and error. I'm marketing it still for TikTok. This is in case it happens. But tonight it didn't happen. But it's okay. Um, please, please share this out. Thank you for everybody's listening on 107.7 FM. We appreciate you all. Please stay tuned for the Church of Mavis. We'll be here again next week, same time, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with Omar Gosh TV. Mm -hmm. He has a real name. <laughs> but he, I don't know if I should call him Omar. I, I don't know if I should call him by his real name. Just Omar Gosh TV. see what he says. <laughs> you, YouTube. You, it's a YouTube, which YouTube... When COVID happened, I started yeah. going to YouTube a lot, which I followed Omar. Omar and I've talked over the few years and stuff, and I've talked to him. He doesn't do very many interviews at all, actually. So yeah, I've never seen a, any interviews yeah, with him. It's a blessing he's coming on to the show next week. So we're going to have a game and everything for Omar, too. too. We want it to be, um, oh, Dave Evans. Great show, you two. Thanks, Thanks Dave. Dave. We love you. Um, shared it. Great show with Tammy. So Thanks, we'll be Jason. Back We'll be back here next week um, with Omar Gosh TV from YouTube. Thank you all for tuning in. Yeah. Please share this out. We love you. We appreciate you. Stay here with Church of Mavis on 107.7 FM, New Orleans.